good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned Thursday nights, I am so appreciative of your desire to hear and to feel my heart speak. The meeting of the inner circle and anytime I come to the airwaves is always intended to speak to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, the prerequisites for our being qualified for continuance in existence. It is my passion to come to that place and space where I have the opportunity to support you in realizing that there is one real eye, one absolute eye that sees through every eye. To come to that point and place where we individually, wherever we are, can be consciously attuned to the absolute reality that we are each held by an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless and endless. It is infinite and eternal. There is nowhere where it is not. It fills all spaces. It is all pervasive. And it is that which we should be in a full alignment with, for this is the only way that we can truly come together. People say, oh, we need to come together. If we could just come together, we will never come together. We just have to be in a place where we are properly oriented in the absolute reality of dwelling in the presence of the absolute, being conscious of being these points of presence of the absolute, and being immersed in the reality that we dwell in the infinity of possibilities, and that we are creating shifts all the time in realigning ourselves with destiny or creating a tragic date with fate. We're in a now moment of eternity. It requires us to have an understanding and an understanding that duty, obligation, and responsibility in this life is to be resolutely standing with that which allows us to stand absolutely for this is the way that we have leverage. This is the way that we come to salvation and deliverance and liberation and prosperity and joy and delight and health and wealth and talent and prosperity and all of that that ensures that when it come time to leave we have not had a tragic date with fate but we merged with destiny and being birthed into the spirit worlds as embryonic gods and goddesses because we took our lives seriously upon the planet to develop ourselves, to master ourselves, to have an understanding that we are here for the express purpose of being vehicles and vessels of the Creator's love, its light, its wisdom, its truth, its peace, its poise, its power, its creativity, its majesty, to realize that there is nothing that we will ever have that is greater than who and what we already are but naked, and to be in a place and space where it matters to us to be all that we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself, which takes us beyond all of the artificial parameters of separation and the lines of artificial demarcation and whatnot, that there is truly only one self. 
And we each have been given so much of that self. We each are so blessed to be these points of that absolute and supreme presence. And as we are living our lives, exalting a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves, coming to that point and place where it matters to us to be consciously loving, living having an understanding that the way that we live and how we be is the evidence of how we worship that life is worship. And it is the mindfulness, the carefulness, the kindness, the forgiveness, the compassion, the empathy, the sympathy, the service that allows us to be truly victorious and triumphant in being realigned and harmonized in the truth of who and what we are as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is God. The issues before us require us to have uh, absolute intention in clearing ourselves, forgiving ourselves so that we may be healed, so that we come into wholeness under a system, a world system of divisiveness, divide and conquer. Our duty, obligation, and responsibility is to develop the strength and the determination, the consistency, the persistency, and the success in doing nothing to undermine ourselves or ourselves. To be in a place where we are exalting that full life's urge. We are self-unfolding, self-realizing, self-actualizing and harmonizing with that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is everywhere that it is and there is nowhere where it is not and no matter what we've done and who we did it with and how long we were there we were always in the presence of the absolute we were always animated by that presence that intelligence and it forgives us, but we must forgive ourselves because every fiber of our being is animated by this absolute and supreme presence. And every fiber of our being is always responsive to more love and more light and more water and more oxygen, more air, more prana, more chi, more life force, more nourishment, more devotion, more peace, more silence, more laughter, more love. Every atom and every cell of our being, no matter what degree of dis-ease and balance we may be in, every atom and every cell of our being is ready to accept the cleansing and the purification that will allow them to regenerate themselves. And it's important for us to understand that our cells are hungry and thirsty for life, for the frequency, energy, and vibration that is harmonious with life and not death. Every atom and every cell of our being is completely permeated, penetrated, animated, enlivened by the intelligence of existence itself, which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And when we, as these points of its own very presence, are with each and every breath and every beat of our heart and every step that we make, completely aware and 
mindful of the blessedness of our being and our hearts are filled with an absolute appreciation and gratitude for the gift of life itself. Every fiber of our being feels and experiences that and it grows us. It helps us to to really be the ones that we are. We have to really come to that place and space where we understand that the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning so that liberation has to take place at the cellular level. And what we see in so many ones being discontent and dissatisfied dissatisfied and disfranchised and all of that disenergy is the reality that the cells of their beings are overloaded with acidity and toxins and mucus and organisms and whatnot because of the way that we have been socialized to feed. Every intelligence of, of existence knows its food It excretes its waste. It knows its kind. It perpetuates itself. It does nothing to undermine itself. And it has sense enough to respond correctly and directly when it senses that its life is being threatened. And we, as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence, sharing the intelligence of existence with all other beings, should at least be able to do what they do in exalting a full life's urge, in trusting the intelligence of their beings. You don't see the squirrels hesitant and asking for somebody to come and get them. They jump and they run wires and they jump from branch to branch. The intelligence of their being is guiding them. They trust it. They move with it. The birds are flapping and flying. Everything in existence is an intelligence of existence, and it is being the intelligence that it is. And every intelligence, every form of being has purpose in being, and all of our purposes is to create a more dynamic life, to bring our own gifts and our own capacity, our own talents, our own skills, our own blessedness to life itself. As we go through the process of remembering those who have come before us in terms of the ones that the society has acknowledged as great ones, I'm the one to remind you that there are great ones that you represent that are from your own DNA, from your own lineages, whose names you may never know. But whose gifts you carry, whose, the, whose benefit you should be focusing on actualizing their gifts. We spend so much time focused on so much outside of ourselves. We get so busy that we are too busy to prepare food for our families. We are too busy to keep order in our households. We are too busy to cleanse ourselves, to purify ourselves, to do that which is truly in our best interest. And that busyness will undermine us at some point if we are not busy in the purposes of existence 
in really clearing ourselves, cleansing ourselves, and really preparing ourselves for our destiny, which is off the planet. And that's why it's so necessary for us to be very mindful of what it is we are saying in terms of how we identify ourselves and what we put behind I am. And to realize that the religions and the socioeconomics and the materiality and all of these other things that have classified and categorized us and whatnot, all of that is divide and conquer. And we're in a place now where just because things have been going on the way that they've been going on for so long does not mean that we should not be in a progressive mind, that we should not understand that the will of existence and the way of existence is for the progression and the exaltation of the intelligences of us as beings directly, that we should not be bound by our past mistakes. We should not continue to repeat the mistakes of other ones who have come before us or whose influence has been overwhelming upon the planet. One who stands with the intelligence of existence is a majority when it comes down to absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. The divisiveness puts us in a position where we so busy, we feel as though following the, the edicts and the, the games of agreement and the legalese and the legalities of the systems that we find ourselves in is what we must do. And then fulfilling destiny as these points of the absolute, being in the order of existence itself, knowing the laws of existence itself, following that which is our light directly, all of that being in a place where you are in service to the intelligence of your being, that this is optional. It's not mandatory. Can't nobody make you do that. But these are the things that we have to really, really kind of get recalibrated to understand that there is purpose in being on the planet and our purposes in being on the planet is to serve the creator's purposes, to be vehicles and vessels of its expression and light and progression and exalting that which is love and light and wisdom and truth, creating harmony within the whole of us upon the planet, every nation and every race of people. We should not be warring with anybody. We we should not be trying to go in and conquer people and take what they have to enslave them, to put them in a position where we have undermined them, undermined their soils, undermined their waters, put them in a place and space where they have less because we showed up or because America showed up or because the thought of, of Americans and those who are the global, those who are pushing for globalization and free trade and whatnot so that they can be global in terms of them having access to the people, the resources to generate more and more and more money. So where the people themselves are bringing forward the resources, the gold, the oil, the diamonds, the gemstones, the minerals, the plutonium, the platinum, the uranium, 
the bananas, the bauxite, the silver, the copper, the coffee, the cocoa, the sugar cane, the tobacco, whatever, for there to be multi-billion dollars generated from those things that those ones are bringing forward, but those ones are still impoverished and understand that there's a reckoning that has to go on. There's a balancing of the scales that cannot be avoided, that there is no way to enslave a world population to your desires, your appetites, and your lust and your passion, and not be in a place where you have to pay for that indulgence, for that indiscretion, for that lack of harmony or lack of attunement to the will of existence and the ways and the laws of existence so that our influence should be towards the greater good. We, if we really care to prosper, we have to understand that prosperity is going to be not based upon you undermining or or having an upper hand on other ones. Our prosperity is based upon how much love and how much care and how much harmony we're creating. Our prosperity is based upon how well we utilize the resources that we have been given by this absolute and supreme intelligence and how well we are seeking to be in harmony with its light and its love and its wisdom and its truth so that we are using correctly and rightly the gifts that we are given here and not be in a place where we are causing so much waste, so much pollution, so much detriment, so much sickness, so much illness, so much disease that this is the way of death. This is not the way of life. This is the way of death. And so the message is to live your life, not to die your life, to live your life, exalting a full life's urge, caring to be in a place where you are getting your heart as light as a feather, forgiving the trespasses and transgressions against you and being in a place where you forgive yourself for your transgressions and your trespasses on other ones and asking to be held in love and light and wisdom and truth to be completely kicked cleared because you get what you asked for. And this is the greatest way, the most expeditious way for us to come into degrees of harmony and peace and poise and power and to have leverage in a system, a world system of domination, bastardization, usurpation, globalization, enslavement, incarceration, violation. And our duty and obligation and responsibility is to not participate in undermining ourselves, ourselves, or anyone else. Our duty, obligation, and responsibility is to dig deep within ourselves, to reach the height of ourselves so that we are in a place and space where we can truly honor and glorify the legacy of the lineages that we represent, that we're in a place where we are cooperative and fully participatory, consciously with the ordering of existence and the harmony of the whole of us so that we do not have issues with other ones, that we are in a perfect peace peace and a perfect poise and a perfect place where we are able to acknowledge the divinity of other ones and to see the oneness that we all are, to promote it, to perpetuate it, to be harmonized in it and with it, 
where we are not divisive within ourselves or ourselves or our family. See, this is the issue that we're facing now is that people are so glib about having their right to die. People are so glib about wanting to to continue with their bastardizing desires and lust for flesh, the flesh of dead animals, the flesh of children, the flesh of, of other ones and in sexual debauchery and whatnot that we have to realize that our sexual energy is our life force and it is through the dissipation of that where there is no love where it's just just for the lusting that really puts us in a position where we are in jeopardy of our lives because that is the misuse and abuse that has created so much sickness and disease, so much STDs, so much other things that are cancer in the prostate and cancer in the womb and cancer in the ovaries and cancer in the cervix and whatnot. We have to come to a point and place where we realize that there is order and there is law, there is justice and there is peace. And the peace is accomplished love. And the justice is the fulfillment of the law. And the law requires us to be in a place where we are taking responsibility for what we are creating, using our thoughts, using our words, using our imagination, using our feelings, our emotions, our desires and whatnot. The issue for us is coming to that point and place where it matters to us to be successful in this this life to fulfill destiny as living beings and to come into a point and place where no matter how far we have gone the other way that in this now moment we will accept the correction we will accept the liberation we will be in a place and space where it matters to us how we walk this life and this path these people have us thinking that Okay, I'm, you know, we could just respect each other's path, but if you're dwelling in the ditches of that, in valleys of degradation and you're causing the pain and destruction of little ones and, and you are pedophiles and you are murderers and you are liars and you are thieves and whatnot, you understand? I'm just saying that we don't have to respect other people's paths unless they're really on the path to life. That respect is about honoring the intelligence of a one. And we have been given the capacity to think so that we can make judgments. It doesn't mean that we have to condemn people. It doesn't mean that we don't know that the issues that people are having is as a result of the misorientation, the disorientation that we have all received in this life already because the religions, the churches, the educational systems, the societies have not properly prepared us and oriented us in terms of what right livelihood, what right life, what real living, what purpose in being is. But then they've taken responsibility to give you an orientation that lets you feel glib about having the right to die so you have the right to kill yourself having the right to your own theories and opinions where you don't even care to be in absolute truth where you will deny absolute truth and deny that there is even a presence that we can refer to as God and feel as though you are entitled to usurp and participate in the usurpation, the devastation the bastardization the rape, molestation and whatnot of other ones the system and the society in and of itself is criminal. And those that they refer to as criminal are the ones that practice all the things that the system and the society exalts. 
on one hand, they want you to be upright. On the other hand, they're not right. We have to come to a point and place to understand that there is justice and the justice has nothing to do with a jury of anybody's peers making a decision. The justice is going to be exacted regardless. And that's why we each should take personal responsibility to putting our own affairs in order and consciously caring to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to be in a place where we are humbled enough and daring enough and courageous enough to accept the forgiveness, the clearing, the cleansing, the purification so that we are harmonized with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and we can be vehicles and vessels of the intelligence of existence and its absolute love, law, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, and potency, effectiveness, mastery, self-mastery, self-control, to have light enough to be able to create solution, to facilitate the healing and the wholeness, to reestablish that which is right curriculum for for, for creating liberated beings, beings that walk in the integrity of their own authenticity as conscious, living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence. We have to understand who and what created the creator is, what it is, how it functions, how the laws work, how to work them, and who we are in relationship to that. And to understand that nobody has been gifted to the earth regardless of what quadrant of the the galaxies they may have touched down upon the planet coming through the wombs of their mothers sparked by the divine energy of their fathers nobody is authorized by the will of existence to practice death as a livelihood to perpetuate sickness illness disease and death as a means of prosperity we're in a now moment that requires us to be daring enough to step completely off the path of death with every fiber of our being, with every thought that we think, with every breath that we take, with every step that we make, to be mindful of dwelling in the presence of the absolute, of being points in presence of the absolute, being immersed in the infinity of possibilities and knowing that there is nothing that we cannot accomplish when we will accept duty to apply ourselves wholeheartedly towards that which makes us whole, that which facilitates our clearing, our cleansing, our healing. People want to be healed, but they don't want to be cleansed. Not realizing that the only reason that there is sickness and illness is that there is some degree of blockage and obstruction, toxicity, acidity. So therefore you have to unblock mentally, spiritually, emotionally, cellularly, physically. Our ability to respond correctly and directly in this now moment, our ability to stand on behalf of all of those who have come before us, our conscious care to accept that those who are living now should have even more to give than all of those who've come before us that we don't have to be acknowledged by the whole world in order for us to have value in order for us to make a difference that the world does not have to know us but when you come to that point in place where you are completely and totally committed to the impeccable cellular integrity that you will accomplish whatever you will and win you come to that place in your space of your mind and your heart and your spirit and your soul where you can do nothing wrong it's not in you then know that you have the greatest degrees of liberation 
and the intelligence of existence, your angels, guides, guardians, ancients, and your soul will support you in doing whatever it is that you would love to do. But being the one you are is the work that truly needs to be done. We're in a now moment of eternity where it is up to us to reclaim our lives. We're in a now moment of eternity where there is absolute law, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth calling us to accept it, to stop fighting, to stop bucking, to surrender so that we can be an honor and a glory unto life itself, to the legacy of the lineages that we represent on behalf of all of those who came and they did what they could do. And now it's our turn to be the ones that we are in laying foundation for the realignment, the restitution, the reatonement, the reclamation of who we be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme intelligence. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection, heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, I am so grateful that you prefer to be right here with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for caring to be present. And I pray that you are always inspired and motivated to donate for what you're receiving and that you are caring to apply the truth that your spirits are registering into your life so that your life becomes ever more of all of that that you would have it be. But also, I am here to remind us that we are always so blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. But there is a need for us to consciously care, to really cultivate and develop ourselves, to invest in ourselves, to liberate at the cellular level so that we have the opportunity to live greater lives in the fullness of ourselves as opposed to our just living and working and eating and sleeping and basically dying our lives as opposed to exalting the fullness of the gifts and the blessedness of our being as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent and ever-present, always pervasively filling all spaces. And for our knowing that in this now moment, as other ones are gearing up and working their plans and planning for us to fail, we have to consciously care to do everything that is truly in our own best interest, to stand up, to raise up, to consciously care, to walk in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as points of absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that it is okay and it is all right and it is very necessary for us to function supremely intelligently to know that that is our gift 
And we will never have a greater time than the now to self-actualize, self-realize, be harmonized in the will of existence, to exalt a full effort in our living so that we are literally taking responsibility to reverse the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues that we care to really represent the lineages that we have come through in the establishment of this eternal order. And to know that there are nothing, there's nothing that we can gain from working on behalf of the corporate deities of death, except sickness, illness, and disease, because there is absolute law. And the absolute law is that we should be consciously caring to fulfill destiny, to master ourselves, our minds, our thoughts, our emotions, to truly do that which is consistent with the will of existence in the progression of us as a planetary people, as a humanity of people, but on behalf of Mother Earth and all of her creatures. And to see that people are just building and building and building tighter and tighter and tighter in smaller and smaller spaces, but up higher and higher and higher without doing anything to really strengthen the foundations, the infrastructures, to come to a point and place where we realize that there are those who have combined their resources and money to make more money, but without the thought of what is best. And those who do not care To do everything they can to create a greater wellness, a greater wholeness. We'll skip steps, compromise, and end up creating more devastation. And so there is wisdom in caring to be able to respond correctly and directly in this now moment as intelligences of existence and to know that our right alignment with life, with light, with truth and the commitment to add unto the wholeness, the wellness, the healing of everything and everybody is going to create a much greater wealth and a much greater prosperity than taking advantage of just a capitalistic opportunity to invest in things for money's sake, without consciously caring to add to the richness and the wealth of Mother Earth, her creatures, and particularly the populace of the planet. Because there is absolute law that governs life and there's absolute law that governs wealth and prosperity, then it matters that those of us who really care to truly walk in the opulence and the abundance of wealth and richness, that we are investing in ourselves and ourselves without creating sickness, illness, and disease. Because we will never have a wealth that is greater than ourselves. And we see how people go for the money. And there's nothing wrong with the money. Money is what it is. It's just how we use it or misuse it that really matters. And sometimes we see that the more money people have, the more money they waste. The more money they have, the more 
self-destructive they become. And that's why the wisdom would have us invest in the wealth of ourselves first. To prioritize so that we are cultivating the wealth of our youth and our children. We are consciously caring to develop their talents, their skills, and their abilities to really be on the process, in the process of conscious unfoldment and maturation, as opposed to supporting them and being on the path of adulteration. We've all been there. We know what that is. To come to a point and place where our hearts become heavy because of the guilt, the shame, the blame, the violations, the misuse, the abuse. And our now moment requires us to shift our focus so that we are ensuring the progression of us as a people. That we are ensuring the healing, the wholeness. That we are contributing to the healing of the planet, to Mother Earth, her creatures, to come to a point and place where we are not complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with those agendas that are not in the best interest of anything or anybody. And capitalism could possibly work much better If the people themselves would not be complicit with their own cellular oppression so that we can outthink the thought. That it's all right to provide substances for consumption for children, for pubescents, adolescents, maturing ones, elders, and whatnot that have absolutely nothing that the body truly needs. No substance, no life force, nothing that the body needs. And to invest so much money in the psychological manipulations and behavior modification that puts people in a position where they feel as though undermining themselves is fun and that they're not having a good time unless... They are undermining themselves and their self. We're in a now moment that requires us to really have an understanding and an understanding that the greatest prosperity and wealth comes with the richness of life in the substance of our relationships, our interactions, our loving and being loved and cared for and respected and validated and treasured and cherished that there is something much more that we should be applying ourselves to than just materiality, sensuality, sexuality, gluttony, and those things that undermine our whole lives and possibly compromise our afterlives and our eternal lives to be in a now moment where it matters to us to stand on behalf of life, to celebrate this now moment where we have the opportunity to cast on off all of the yokes of oppression to stand and consciously care to facilitate our own liberation and not to wait on government, not to wait on education, not to wait on the churches, not to wait for anybody, but to claim our rights and our responsibility and our ability to respond right now in this now moment on behalf of life itself to really breathe ever more deeply to understand that we are taking in the very life force of existence itself that beats our hearts and breathes us, that charges us, that 
gives us the capacity to tap into the unseen realm so that we are able to bring forward the support of our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients to come under the auspices of our souls to be in a place and space where we are walking, companioned, and in the company of angels of light to be in a place and space where we are being whispered to, we are being cultivated, we are standing and living on behalf of our mutual and collective resurrection as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is supremely present. And as we are embracing the reality of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth as the way we really prosper and the way we are able to flip the script, to be in a mindset where we're tapped into the infinity of possibilities and we are coming forward with the solutions to the problems and the answers to the questions and facilitating the greater healing and wholeness that is necessary because of this pandemic of sickness, illness, disease, despair, degradation, violation, molestation, rape, pedophilia, pornography, and all of the ills that put us in a place and space where humanities and humankind's Lives hang in the balance because there is no way to truly be continued in existence where there is no commitment to the laws that govern existence. And we've taken for granted that no matter what we do, that our outcome will be the same. And we're seeing the evidence of so many ones passing away from heart attacks and strokes and accidents and things because they were not as conscious and conscientious about caring for themselves and their selves. We are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide and food has become the tool of oppression and then the weapons of mass destruction are the sugar and alcohol and tobacco and the artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutrisweet, aspartame-laden, all of these things that literally poison and rob the body temple of its treasures and its wealth and its richness and the integrity and high ethic and morality and sensibility and ingenuity and creativity and gifts and skills of those ones who dwell in the temples as the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses, we are in a place where we need to be redeemed and to come to that place where redemption is something that we apply ourselves to so that we can be completely cleared and cleansed of the memory of the violations, the taintedness that comes, the low self-esteem and the fear and doubt and inconsistency and contradictions and hypocrisy that undermine our true success in establishing firmly our faith and confidence in knowing how to think and how to work the laws that govern us. Hello? Hi, I'm calling about the two-bedroom apartment you advertise. Is it still available? Sure. Great. Unless you're black or Latino or disabled. Housing discrimination is rarely this obvious, but it's just as real and just as illegal. So if you hear things like, I can't assign you a handicapped parking space. That could be housing discrimination. 
The only way to stop it is to report it so we can investigate. If you think you have been a victim of housing discrimination, Metro Fair Housing Services may be able to help. The number is 404-524-0000. Fair housing is your right. This has been another public service announcement brought to you by your listener-sponsored and supported Community Radio, 89.3 FM, WRFG.org. And so there's so much time that we spend in generating income without consciously caring to truly spend the quality of time in resubstantiating the mind and the presence and the capacity for thought and the understanding and the understanding of how to work and be in harmony with the laws that govern life. And to see that people will work and work and work and work and work and have less and less and less and less of themselves as a result of it because they did not get quiet and get still and feed themselves, feed their spirits, feed their minds, consciously care to be harmonized with the soul. The capacity that we have been given for thought, for literally seeing, imagining that which is fulfillment of our desires and needs, our consciously caring to lift our voices and open our hearts and to tap into the reality that we do dwell in the infinity of possibilities and there truly is nothing that we cannot accomplish. When we care to be harmonized in the ways of existence, the laws of existence, the light and the truth of ourselves. And to know that under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, where the churches, the educational institutions, the socialization of cultures, the governments, everything is co-conspirating against the well-being of the people. And they say, oh, well, they do that for the money. And I'm saying, well, if they were truly about money, if they were truly about wealth, if they were truly about richness, they would not be launching a campaign of genocide and depopulation against the planet and its people. If you truly care to prosper. And why go through the trouble of building and building and building so much more and so much more when you have generations that are dying younger and younger? And so there's a lot that is going on in this now moment and we give thanks for all of those who are the light bearers and truth sayers and those ones who care to respond correctly and directly in this now moment by exalting a full effort and a full life's urge. Taking the time to realize the reality of the eternity and timelessness. Taking the time to 
to be centered, to get still, to master oneself and one's thoughts and one's energies and one's desires and to really fill our day-to-day lives with love and laughter and harmony and peace and consciously caring to be poised in the reality of dwelling in the presence and as points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. That is the true substance of all there is. It fills all spaces. It's all pervasive. It's designed us perfectly. And our now moment to claim the perfection of our being. So that we are able to be healed. And this is where wisdom truly starts in this now moment. No matter how old you may be chronologically in years, the spirit that dwells as our reality and the intelligence that, that animates us and that is all around us is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We should be living and thinking and consciously caring to be able to respond correctly in any and every now moment. As citizens of the cosmic, as conscious immortals, as those who are tapped in, tuned in, and always turned up and turned on to absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth as our way to triumph over situations and circumstances, conditions, and whatnot, to be in a place where we are always knowing the absolute reality and in the absolute reality we all have exactly what we need right now with each and every breath and every beat of our heart that that which is truly essential for our lives we already have it it's being provided consistently without charge and so to participate in a system of capitalization where you have the opportunity to undermine that which beats your heart, to undermine that which breathes you, to undermine your inheritance, your heritage, to disregard and disrespect the integrity of the lineages that you represent and to ignore the responsibility to truly represent those lineages that we have come through. And when we find that people are careless with themselves and there is devastation that comes, so dealing with a planet of devastated people spiritually devastated mentally devastated emotionally devastated then you have the opportunity to create so much devastation so it does matter that we each are consciously caring to show up and enhance the substance of our own being and to 
literally add unto ourselves from the wellspring of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth that we can tap into so that we are able to facilitate our liberation and our resurrection as a humanity of people, that we are able to harmonize with the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, so that we are literally qualifying for continuance in existence in light of and in spite of all of the efforts towards depopulation and genocide. We are in a now moment where it matters what we are standing for, what we're living for, what we do on a daily basis in our best interests and in the best interests of the wholeness of ourselves, our children, our families. Because nothing makes sense if we don't care to fulfill The purposes of being on the planet in self-actualizing, self-realizing, harmonizing with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, so that we are leaving the planet having qualified for continuance in existence as conscious immortals, being birthed into the spirit worlds as embryonic gods and goddesses, because we took the time to truly harmonize with the will of existence, the love of being directly, to get our hearts as light as feathers, to literally be bathed in the salvation and the deliverance that is available to us by virtue of how we focus our thought and our mind on things that are exalted, exalted thoughts so that we are able to walk an exalted walk regardless of how low we've been and dwelling in the ditches and valleys of degradation. We can be completely cleared and cleansed and purified from defilement, from our mistakes, from our misgivings, from all of the mischievousness and all of the things that we were socialized to feel entitled to experience because we didn't know what else to do. We didn't have a better example. And cleaning ourselves up after 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of violation in the blood from feeding off of carcasses that was saturated with chemicals, nitrates and nitrates, trites and all matters of synthetics and these things that literally are concentrating and saturating and contraindicating in our brain, in our tissues, in our organs, in our glands, creating the cancers and lupus and all of the diseases that are affecting our nervous system and our capacity for true liberation because it is very difficult to hold the proper thought and mindfulness when we are not well and we are We are filled with fear and doubt and trepidation and inhibition and we continue to listen to those who have no clue and then those ones of us who are coming forward with answer and solution that are really very simple, then you are hemming and hawing about it, dragging your feet to do what's truly in your own best interest and submitting to surgery and butchery and sorcery in all of the pharmacology and all of these things. So we're in a now moment where you are being urged and encouraged to care, to walk in the light of the truth of the all that you are as this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to come to that place and space where you would prefer to be whole and well 
and wealthy in the resubstantiation of your own personal presence and the integrity of who you are as this point of the presence of God in that temple that is your body where you dwell and where you live and where you meet God and where you commune with God and where you come to be able to hear the voice of God and to move with the hand of God. We are in a now moment where this is not about religion and it is not about anything other than how we can become a restored people to get beyond all of the sickness and the degradation and the alcoholism and the drug addictions and the sex addictions and all of the things that wear away and put us in a place where we forget who we are, what we are, why we are, and to know that we'll never have anything greater than ourselves. It is our now moment to care, to be. In the light and the truth and the integrity of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme presence. On behalf of the whole of existence itself, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, and the redemption and salvation of a fallen humanity, it is our time to stand as a resurrected people. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.